Okay, I'm here in town with a young lady who is a violinist, I believe. A bit more than that, I think. But I'll let her introduce herself and explain how long she's been doing it and um, why she fiddles for a living, if you don't mind the pun. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so my name's Rachel. I am a violinist, um, specifically a violin teacher, a Cheltenham-based violin teacher. And I teach in schools and also privately at my home um, to all ages and abilities. And obviously, we are in the middle of this lockdown, hopefully coming out very soon. How has that affected you teaching? Obviously, schools, not so much because they were closed anyway, but for the home teaching, that's probably become non-possible. Yeah, absolutely. So when schools closed and, and lockdown really hit, that was... Um yeah, that was difficult. I became best friends with Zoom. Um, so all lessons went online. I had to learn really quickly how to learn Zoom, as did uh, most teachers, really. Uh, so thankfully, you know, my students are very committed and they decided to move online. Um, but now we're slowly coming out of lockdown. I've been very grateful that I've been able to open up um, my home again for private teaching and then return back to schools oh, as well. Brilliant. So you can now teach at home again? Yes. You're, oh, yes. that's really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, that, absolutely. That, I bet that feels wonderful, doesn't oh, it's, it? it just, there's such a difference between teaching in person and online. I mean, we're very, I, you know, we're very lucky to have the digital, the technology to be able to do yeah. and continue our businesses. Um, but there's nothing, there's nothing like being in person and no, teaching in person. I, I mean, I don't know much about music in that sense, but I mean, the fingering for the violin and all that, I mean, to show that online must be very tricky yeah absolutely so um, you kind of have to describe things explain yeah. it in a more detailed way so um, the students understand compared to when you're in person you can just demonstrate it yeah. um, and it's great when the Wi-Fi cuts out because then you <laughs> just have some really funny frozen faces um, so that's always that's always a good fun challenging thing to to overcome but um, yeah I've definitely noticed that the teaching style is very different for online and in person yeah because yeah. yeah. I mean it's not even like doing a YouTube video you know because that again is another style of teaching you know it's a different thing um, so how long have you been doing how long have you been playing the violin oh gosh so I've been playing violin for over 20 years so it's right. been it's been in my life um, I can't remember a time without it um, so I yeah I've been playing the violin for over 20 years and I studied it I studied music at uni um, and yeah and then decided to go into teaching recently so how long have you actually been teaching as say so I've been teaching for just have a think now the dates and times um <laughs> 18 months now okay, so, so yeah I've built it over time um which has been really good fun to get to know people locally yeah. as well yeah. and it's obviously is it is it popular because you 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 don't really think of people playing the violin it's it's one of those things that you think oh everyone sort of says oh I'd love to learn the violin but no one ever does but is there a surprising number of people and is it younger children rather than older people what is it more the kiddies rather than the older yeah, so I was really surprised at how much interest there was on with the violin. Um, so in schools, definitely it's a popular instrument to take yeah. up. So definitely I teach um, year threes, fours and fives, um, also young secondary school kids, um, but also adults. I've been really surprised that adults have approached me. They want to take up a new hobby or they've played violin in school when they were younger or recently yeah. and they want to revisit the instrument and want to learn or brush up on their techniques. So I've had, um, yeah, I've had the privilege of, of teaching children and adults as well okay now i don't know if there's an answer to this one but but if sort of you know a young child wanted to learn violin or whatever you know 
what sort of price of a, would a violin cost? I mean, you're not going to go out and buy them a Stradivarius. I never <laughs> thought I'd say that in a sentence. <laughs> yeah, you have to make sure they're committed if you want to invest in such an instrument. Um, but there's there's a great the great thing is that there's renting options as well. So if you're oh, not right. sure if your child is going to commit to the violin, you don't or have you. to commit. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. Um, so they, you know, if you're not too sure if they're going to commit, then you can rent um, before they say, right, I definitely want to do this. Yeah. Um, but violin prices range from like 50 pounds up to the thousands yeah. um but i definitely say if you've got three options go for the mid-range that's always the best thing that's always my suggestion it'll, it'll give you a starting point Absolutely. and you can work up from there yeah you know? and it gives you a better sound quality as well so you yeah. want to be happy in the way that you play the violin how you sound so that will encourage you to keep practicing yeah. and of course you, you know I've, I've got to ask you know when people are learning the violin and learn, they always say it sounds like cats squealing <laughs> does that actually happen or is that just become a kind of common say saying yeah so the violin definitely has a reputation for the squeakiness and I call it the beginner's squeak right. um, so it's absolutely fine if that does happen but it's all about technique and that's what you learn to, to take out that squeak not everyone starts with it um, but it does it does happen so don't be discouraged if you are currently learning the violin and that happens it, you do grow out of it so. right so it is, it is a fact it is actually a noise it's not sometimes. just a saying <laughs> yeah, yeah sometimes not all the time and go on you've got I've got to ask has it ever happened to you while you've been playing for something properly Oh my goodness, yes, absolutely. Um, so you, I, I've had uh, situations where I squeak, my strings break. Oh, the strings break. Yeah, yes, my yes. bow, you know, my bow breaks at some point. But, you know, when you're on stage and you're performing, you've just, you've just got to carry on. Yeah, well, I mean, the bow, <laughs> bow breaking or a string breaking, that's, that's out of control. But the squeak, if that happens and you're in an orchestra... It must make you cringe. Yes, absolutely, because um, everyone looks around going, who was that? Who was that? And then you just try and hide behind your music. Um, but, you know, you carry on. The show must go yeah, on at the yeah, end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> I say, it's okay if you're behind the double bass. You can get behind it. You yeah. Know? <laughs> um, so in regards to your teaching and so on, obviously it's, you're going to hopefully move on once covid eventually breaks and we get chance to that where do you hope to go in the future with music i mean are you hoping you're going to sort of teach in schools are you going to have outdoor like lessons in one one or you just maybe do sort of group lessons yeah so um at the moment i do one-to-one -one teaching i also teach in groups of two and three so i do offer group lessons as well uh, mainly for the kids um yeah. in school um but i just hope to keep passing on my passion to other people if they're really interested in violin then i would absolutely love to teach um them pass on my skills um i'm also alongside teaching i'm also i've actually returned back to uni um to study music therapy um, so using music in a, in a therapeutic environment um, so that's going to be the next three years of my life studying that um, but alongside that I really absolutely love violin teaching and teaching people the skills yeah. so the music therapy mm. I mean that's not people who don't like heavy metal and <laughs> sort of getting them used to heavy metal it's obviously using music I'm assuming as a therapy yes resting like like the um, relaxation type thing is that what it is what is that yeah so you know? um, it's a it's music therapy um, to try and put it in a nutshell is another form of um, a therapeutic practice right. so obviously for example you have talking therapy you have art therapy music therapy um, is does also exist so if people um, for example wish to not communicate through um, verbally or right. if they can't communicate verbally you know they can communicate through music so it's not necessarily 
necessarily um, what people think is a music lesson. Essentially, um, people come in and they express themselves for, through music, and you do a lot of improvisation, and it's just wow. another way of communicating. That's different. That's for yeah. sure. That's definitely different. I'm not quite sure how, how I'd react to that. Uh, but uh, so It's part of the journey. <laughs> yes, yeah. Okay, wonderful. So thank you so much for your time, and um, good luck with your your. I said fiddle then, <laughs> violin. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs>